1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at (sighs) letsmakeaplan.org. Hi, boo.
3: What's up? Let me guess. You're hungry. One of my dogs always sits in my little studio room. And just stares at me until I submit, concede to give her what she wants, which is F O O D. It's not time yet. You have to wait. You have to wait, Boo. I got to do this this podcast real quick. Roll it.
4: This is the Wells cast with Wells Adams, an IR radio podcast.
3: Wells and Boo. Today. Boo's not going to say much. He might go. She gets hungry, but that'll be it. I'll do the majority of the talking, but I gotta be honest with you guys, I'm so excited about today's episode. I think that you're going to be surprised to find out that I'm a fan of these ladies. I know I come across as macho, alpha male, jock, abs of steel, tall, dark, and handsome, traditional good looks. Wouldn't be interested in something like this, but I'm an onion. I got many layers, guys. And inside this amazingly well-kept exterior, there's a man who loves Dance Moms. And I don't say that ironically. I'm being completely serious. I absolutely love Dance Moms. Now, I will admit that it wasn't a show that when I first sat down and Sarah was watching, I thought this is going to be my new Citizen Kane. But guess what? It turned out to be. And today, on the Wells cast, we are going to have Melissa Giasoni. You know her as the mom of Maddie and Mackenzie. And also Jill Verdes. You know her as the mom of Kendall. (laughs) What? I mean, are we going to talk about Abby Lee Miller? (laughs) Oh, yes, we are. She seems like a nightmare, and I want to find out if it's real or if it's just reality TV. We're going to talk about their new podcast, which sounds awesome, by the way. I'm going to give you some behind-the-scenes banter that I have with the ladies because they're just so wonderful. It's all coming up. We're talking Dance Moms. We're talking Abby Lee Miller. But coming up on the Wells cast, oh, yeah, it's Jill. And Melissa from Dance Moms.
1: All right, back on the Wells cast, very excited to have Melissa and
3: Jill from Dance Moms on the show. And I know that this might come as a shock to you ladies, but it's the truth. I watch your show.
4: Oh,
5: I love it, of course you do. Well, we have beautiful children on there.
3: Well, we love
0: the boys that watch our show.
3: So yeah. my fiance is an actress and she was a like a Broadway kid and, so she is a big into dancing, all right? So if it's Dancing with the Stars or Dance Moms or anything with the word dance in it, we're watching it. And so I remember, this, this is a true story. I am a normal red-blooded guy, okay? Uh, I like beer and football and stuff. And so she used to put Dance Moms on when I would go on runs because she was like, he's not going to like this show. And then I, love it. I got hooked and I came wow. home one night from shooting some TV show and I walked in and it was the season finale. And I said, are you watching the season finale of Dance Moms? And she goes, yeah, why? And I said, what the hell are you doing? They're at the tournament. And I need to see. Them. And we got into a legit fight <laughs> about Dance Moms. So I am obsessed. So I'm very excited to have you guys on the Aww. show.
5: Well, thank you. I'm hey, excited hey, to be here. It's so
0: sweet. I love that when, um, we love when boys watch the show. Um, It always makes us excited, huh,
5: Jill? And, and young men. Yes. Yeah. Wells, you would be surprised how many times I'd be in a grocery store so, and this, a, a, a man would come up and say, oh, you're on Dance Moms, your daughter's Kendall. And, and they got into it. And I think a lot, and they watched it. And a lot of it had to do with the competitiveness of it. So you were probably competitive growing up as a young boy, and you probably like to watch football in the competitions, you know, the the sports games. And that's what drew a lot of men to watch.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I like to watch it because <laughs> I hate Abby. And I think I like watching a show that oh. where I get to hate somebody. Uh,
5: we I, have that in common. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we like that. I like that too on a show. You know, like you, you want to like, you have someone you
5: love and then there's someone you hate. Just, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always an antagonist. And let's face it, that one was easy to dislike.
3: You guys don't know my background, but I work on a reality TV show too. And so oh. I know that there are people that come on the show that play it up because they think that's what they're supposed to be doing (laughs) or that's how they're going to get screen time and whatnot. Right. And mm, it never really plays because you come off as inauthentic and I'm like, eh, I don't know, whatever. When I watch Abby, I'm like, no, I think that she really is like this. Is she really like this or is she putting it on for TV?
5: Yes. Let me just tell you, all the emotions, all the crying, all the screaming, totally real. We're not actresses. All the meanness and all of that, whatever it was that came out of Abby's mouth, totally real. Sometimes, well, she would be so awful to us or the children that they didn't even air that part of it because people would really loathe her. You know, it just. But yeah, that just came natural. That's who she is. That's who she always was, and she'll be the first to tell you that.
3: Yeah. So, like, are there people that were a, a part of her her dance company before the show, and were like, "Yeah, that's how she. That's how she was beforehand. This isn't anything new."
0: My kids danced for her for years after the show.
3: And so that's how it always was.
0: Mm, yeah, kind of. I'm not really going to talk about it. I'm okay. sorry but, okay. about her.
5: I could talk about the show all over the place. Sometimes things are better left unsaid. But yeah, what you see is what you get from Abby. It didn't make her it, it made you dislike her. But it's who she is as a person. It's how she grew up. And and she doesn't deny it. You know, she won't she doesn't run run from who she is. Some people love her, some people love to hate her. Well, it's just she's one of those reality stars that people are drawn to for whatever reason.
3: By the way, there's way too many dance competitions. Every week there's a new dance competition. How many dance competitions oh. are there out there? But
0: well, her- they made them up. But um, oh, really? you know, there wasn't a dance competition every weekend all year long. I mean, dance competitions normally start like maybe February, March and go till June, June. End of or beginning of July. So there is a break because you have to learn new dances and you have to, you know, if you're a real dance company.
5: But there are a ton of oh. competitions out there. Yeah. And there's, uh, there was always someone the producers would reach out. Like if it were dead, was the downtime summer's kind of downtime, people are building up to nationals. Um, and they'd say, Hey, if, you know, if we bring the girls in the show, will you guys put on a competition? So they weren't, fake, they were real competitions, but it was out of their normal, but there was hardly anybody that came. I mean, like
0: after a few years, our competitions were really small because they had to be, because we only had nine hours in a day and, you know, you couldn't have a full-blown competition because we wouldn't have enough time. And also people didn't want to wait and sit around and watch nothing. You know, our girls do two minute dances and, you know, watch that for and sit for hours upon hours upon hours. So, you know, sometimes at the end, it was only like, last few seasons, there were only like 30 dances in the whole competition, which normally yeah. is like 800 in a normal competition, so. Yeah. well, I love competition. I miss dance competitions though. I yeah, love-
5: I do too. I-, I do too.
3: To put a nail in the Abby Lee Miller portion of this show, obviously it's worked. She's made some amazing dancers. Do you think that type of coaching is advantageous is it good for some people and not good for others
0: well i have to say like i love monica from the show cheer yeah um, i've her and i dm each other because i just love her i just love her and um she was on dance with the stars and yeah. i was a big fan um she is tough on her kids but she loves her kids like they she produces amazing amazing cheerleaders as of um like um Jill's daughter was a ladybird and she had a really tough coach. I mean they won four years nationals. I mean that's huge. Um but Monica she produced really amazing um cheer, what do you call them, cheerleaders. Um and she loved the girls. I mean she and the boys. She
5: was tough on them but not mean. I agree. And Wells my oldest daughter Riley that's why my Kendall is my dancer who was on the show and Riley went on to be, she was on a reality TV show also called um, So Sharp. And it was a male teacher. They were in college. So it was a little bit different, but that's what Melissa was talking about. But to answer your question, I can't tell you, Melissa, back me up here if you feel the same way, how many people, thousands of people that we've met through the show and through our children who say, oh my God, I had a coach. My kid has a coach who acts like this, who does this, yeah. no matter what the sport, you know, dance, cheer, football, hockey, baseball. I do think tough love is good. It makes the kids work harder. Our girls, when they were little, they Kendall started, she started dancing at three, but she started with Abby a, around eight years old. And she was third grade. She was a baby, but she would do anything to please Abby because she just wanted that that recognition and that she just wanted to please her you know and she didn't want to get yelled at
3: (laughs) the show is so interesting to watch and I love all the different facets of it I mean you have like this kind of like dictator front woman uh Mm -hmm. in Abby and then you have the kids who are supposed to be the focal point of the whole thing but the show isn't called Dance Kids, it's called Dance Moms. That's right. And so then it's all of you guys, you know. Oh God, crazy moms. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I guess my last thing about it is, is that real too? Like, are you guys really going at it with each other or is well, it a little. Well, I have bit...
0: a different take on this than Jill does <laughs> okay. because I, it was not all real. I don't care what anybody says. They would make, like, the women, we love to go to dinner. So we would fight and then go to dinner yeah, and then come back to film again. But they would sometimes say, guys, you have to fight or you're not going to dinner. And we're like, damn it, let's fight, you know? I mean, it was funny. But, I mean, we did have fights for sure. Oh, sure. But we loved. Each- I mean, at the end of the day, we loved each other so much. And we did it. And we knew that the show manipulated things. They would produce, you know, they had like five or six things they wanted to happen that week, like storylines. And if something happened on the side, they would, so, you know, totally use it. But as you know, as a reality show, they have to have, you know, an outline as, be, you know, if you want to call it that. But, you know, we did argue absolutely and cry and fight, but
5: we always ate, ate together. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we were all in it together. Well, so, and we knew this and we, you know, we wanted to make good TV, but we were caught up in it. So it was about a lot of times about self-preservation and, you know, what comes out of my mouth is going to end up hurting my child. And and we were produced and we were manipulated and we were lied to, (laughs) you know, a producer would say, Melissa just called you this, this, and this. So I'd go up to Melissa and be like, what, what, what? But deep down, we're very, very close, best of friends. And we were all in it together. Our girls, so Paige came to L.A. to see
0: her sister. And so all the girls got together um, that were here in L.A. So five of the girls of the six originals, because Kenzie was Kenzie was working and she was exhausted. Um, so they all got together. Maddie said, Mom, and I watched her dog. They were together till 1230. And then she said, we played games. We had so much fun. It was
5: like old times. So the girls. Yeah, they have a bond that'll never oh, be broken. But I, I think we okay. do, too, as moms.
0: We always reach out to each other when we're having a bad day. We reach out to each other still to this day.
3: I often watch the show and I'm like, these poor kids must be like, what the hell is going on around here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like these poor say, kids. Yeah. Like they're if the I only on the show one.
0: now, it wouldn't be good.
3: <laughs> Why do you say that?
0: Well, because I have a bit, I, I don't take it from anybody like I used to. Like people, you. I just was quiet for my kids. Now, mm -mm. no, no, it wouldn't be good.
3: (laughs) The juxtaposition of the adults in the room are the kids.
5: For sure.
3: It must be so much fun to to film that show. And it must be so much fun to record your guys' new show. Tell me about Because Mom Said So.
5: It's great. Melissa, tell them how it started. I decided, like, I was
0: thinking of all the women. And I was like, hmm. I'm going to fly home because I still live in, I have a house in Pittsburgh and I'm in California. So I texted all the ladies. I said, Hey ladies, let's get together. So we all got together and I said, let's do a project together. Why not? Everyone loves when all the moms are together. So our idea, we really want to do a talk show together. We think it would be fun. Kind of like the view, but fun, you know, yeah. like with <laughs> you know, no politics, but all like just us. I mean, we can literally, we talked. We went to Jill's house the day we all got together. We were together for 10 hours. We ate all day. (laughs) Ate and drank. Ate and drank. And we just hung out. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is gold. So that's why we decided to do the podcast, but we do want to take it on the road after COVID is done. We're going to, oh, there was Kenzie. Um, <laughs> we're going to um, definitely go on the road. That was our goal is to do like the weekends and have live podcasts, which is so fun. What we have, no one knows. I mean, it
5: can't even explain it. Right, Jill? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Wells, we, people know us because of Dance Moms, but they don't really know all about us because that was a reality TV show that was produced and manipulated. So we really want people to know more about us, you know, the dance moms outside of dance moms. Like, you know, I I have three children. People didn't, I have three girls. Kendall's my baby, my youngest. Um, we all had other kids that, well, Melissa's two kids were both on the show, but mm-hmm. people didn't get to see Really, what we were all about—they saw us angry and crying and yelling and competing against one another all the time—and that's not really who we are.
0: No, not at all. I mean, because our families are so close. Like Jill's other girls, you know. We, when I'm home, I go to her house. Like I was jealous and, and get your chili for for home. <laughs> I know. And you know, the holidays, I'm not coming home because of COVID. And
5: you know, we would come to your house and Holly and you know. Yeah. We, we've got a lot going on and we just wanted to share it with people, Wells, people who mm-hmm. um, and, and we have this platform. So um, and people, you know, would tweet us and see on our Instagrams. Hey, what are you up to? What's going on? What's new? Are the kids still dancing? Are they singing? What are they doing? So this is a way we can kind of let people know what we're up to. And
0: I can't wait to take it on the road because then we get a personal, you know, personal with with the people, because whenever um, the girls and I would go to other countries, people were like, why can't the other moms be with you? And I'm like, oh, I wish they were because they like when the moms are all together. It's fun. It's really fun.
3: Yeah, it must be nice to kind of take the power back unless you're in edit bays Mm -hmm. and, you know, deciding what final cut looks like. On yes. Dance Moms, you're just hoping that it looks okay. So it must be nice to take that power back and have kind of final say in <laughs> in how you are perceived vis-a-vis this media. What is one thing that listeners might be surprised to find out about you guys on Because Mom Said So?
0: I mean, I think that how close we are. I mean, I think that people think and they think of us as Dance Moms and as us fighting. And it's really interesting when we're all together and speaking together. You can tell how much we care about each other. We talk over each other, we laugh. I mean, we tell stories about each other that no one knows, which I think is funny. We have lots of them, huh, Jill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I told <laughs> yeah. a story about your lockjaw last night. It was so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's... Jill and I would stay together and the girls would stay in our apartment. I mean, you know, I,
5: I don't yeah, know. We do have a lot of stories. People just didn't really know the real us Wells, like, and one of the things that they wouldn't know about us is that we really are really close and really good friends. And we support the other kids and the kids support one another and Mm -hmm. every, we all live in different States. I mean, we're all over the place. The kids are all over the place, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think people thought we didn't get along and we really truly do and always did. And the problem was Abby didn't like us getting along. So on the show, she would do everything. She was like jealous of the children and 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 the fans that loved the kids. So Abby would try to get in there and mess everything up for us.
3: <laughs> yeah, do you think the show is upset that this is happening? Because a big part of the show is you guys not loving each other. And then come to find out there's a podcast that, says that you guys do love each other. Yeah.
5: The show <laughs> well, is completely over. Ever since yeah. we left, it's done. <laughs> right. I think dance moms is over. Well so yeah. I don't think yeah. I don't know if you know they're trying to resurrect it, but our kids are all out, all fairly grown up. Some are in college and they're they all trying to resurrect it. it. Yeah. But it they're not so it's over. And that's no. why, you know, although we were thankful for Dance Ma, I know, don't be sad. They, it's re, you can always find the reruns. It's on <laughs> all the time. But we just wanted people to to keep following us and know what we're up to. We spent eight years of our lives building this rapport with our communities and our and the dance community and our fans and our friends. And then, boom, we're gone. So we didn't want to just drop, fall off the face of the earth. We just want people to know what's going on in our lives.
0: My, the most fun podcast deal so far for me has been the fan questions. So every 10, we're going to do fan questions. They're so cute and so genuine. It's just really sweet because they really want to know certain things. And I, I love that. I can't wait to do another episode of that.
3: Yeah, I was listening to your podcast before calling you guys. And I, I I saw that segment. Is there a question that sticks out to you that you, you really love from a fan writing in?
5: I don't know about really love, but there is one common thread from the fans. And we're trying to break away from Dance Moms, believe it or not, You know, and let people know about the rest of our lives. But everybody wants to know and you kind of hit on it earlier is Abby that Abby, mean? really nice yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> right? we knew it I want to say it at the same time so he knew I knew too yeah
3: I'm sorry but I had to ask you know we wouldn't yeah. be doing of my course. job if I didn't ask
5: you and everybody else and there's nothing wrong with that
3: but well, a lot
0: of times people say are the girls still friends and I yeah, think yes. you know that's another huge one you know
5: and they're all scattered all over the place, but they find time to, mm-hmm. with social media, it's easy to keep in touch and, and see each other when they can, when they're not working, when they're not in summer in high school, summer in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy.
3: Everyone out there who's a fan of Dance Moms and of y'alls need to go listen to because mom said so. You can listen to it, well, anywhere you can get podcasts, which is everywhere at this point. Every- do you have guests on?
0: It's too hard. There's too many of us. We yeah. talk on top of each other now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think eventually if someone can't come on, maybe we'll do that. I mean, it would be really fun.
3: Do you think that Abby will ever come on the show?
5: Hell no. <laughs> she, she's not invited.
3: <laughs> Is there anything that you guys want to talk about that I didn't touch on in terms of your podcast?
5: Just that it's fun. It's easy listening. Um, you know, we don't argue. And, and we all have... As much as we're alike, we're very much different as well, you know, so not all of our views are the same. We stay away from politics because it's really hot right now and it's hard. I think it's fun. I think it's easy listening. If you it's, Quite easy, right? Yeah. And if you loved our kids and you were interested in our lives and let's face it, we were in people's lives for years and years. They watched our kids grow up. You would like it if you've watched our kids and watched dance moms, you would really like this podcast to hear what's going on now with everybody.
0: Give like, we say we give advice, like loose advice. (laughs) That's scary. It is scary, but people ask us questions and it's not really advice, but it, it's advice from a dance mom, you know? Yeah. You know, I love when people say, I wish you were my mom. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I was your mom too.
3: (laughs) All right, everyone go subscribe to uh, Because Mom Said So wherever you listen to podcasts these days. Quick break. When we come back, I want to do my show. I want to find out where you guys came from and how the hell you got here. You guys down?
5: Yeah.
3: Yes. All right, quick break. When we come back, Melissa and Jill from Dance Moms right here on the Wells Cat. Mom
4: met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand.
1: All right back on the Wells cast.
3: I have Melissa and Jill from Dance Moms and also from Because Mom Said So, their new podcast and you can go listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts these days. There's a part of me that wants to air our chit-chatting in between breaks because they've actually been really funny and like sincere conversations that you guys are having with me. I think I might have to put it at the end of the show cuz it's so sweet and <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I'm talking to my like like I am talking to my mom and she's that's Being right. My-
5: yeah. <laughs> listen, we've got a lot of years behind us. We got a lot to say. We've we've got a lot of experiences. So just ask us. We'll okay. help you out. We're uh-huh. very open. Jill and I are open book, aren't we? We like we to are, Yes.
3: Everyone out there, if you're a fan of Dance Moms or you're just a fan of moms in general, go listen to uh, because mm-hmm. Mom said so. Because uh, yeah, you guys, you, you said it uh, before the break, but like I kind of want you guys to be my mom too after after having these conversations. <laughs>
0: I accept all kids, especially yeah. boys. I want a
5: boy. But... <laughs> He's a grown kid.
3: <laughs> yeah. We would
5: spoil. Jill spoils the boys, like her dog. I have all girls. So when they bring their boyfriends home and I have beautiful, three beautiful children, I got, I got boys in and out of the house all the time. Well, <laughs> me t- too. Trust me. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm one of five. So I think my mom is willing to get rid of one. So uh, I'm going to be adopted by you guys. I want to do my show. I love finding out how people got successful, how they became well-known. So I want to hear the blueprint. I want to know where you guys came from and how you got here. Jill, you want to start?
5: Sure. Uh, I will start. My story is a little different than Melissa's. How I got well known was obviously because of dance moms. I have three children. My Kendall is my youngest. So they've been dancing for years. After season one of Dance Moms, uh, one of the producers, actually it wasn't even a producer, it was Abby Lee Miller, who I had never met before, reached out and she knew I had a pretty little girl who was a good little dancer and asked if I would be interested in auditioning for the show. Um, So I did audition personally with Abby, not even with Kendall at first, with Abby and some of the producers and and from there you know we signed on for initially 6 episodes and we've shot over 200 episodes so seasons they just kept coming and coming and coming but i enjoyed it and i thought of it and saw it as an opportunity for my youngest daughter now i had two other kids at home i have a wonderful husband who supported us and of course was home raising the other two girls while I was running around the world with Kendall. But it was great. I don't have any regrets. I love meeting all these moms and their young children. I love talking to them. But really, ultimately, I'm I'm just a mom. I mean, I'm not an actress. I'm nothing special. But we had an opportunity and people got to meet us and to see us, and they had the choice to fall in love with us or not.
3: Tell me about the audition process for that show.
5: Oh, Ours was different than Jill's. Yeah, my story's different. Do you, you wanna do yours, Melissa? Uh, sure. Well, so we were contacted. So
0: um, a company, a gentleman by the name of John, he was pitching the show to networks. So he knew Abby and he said, hey, we're auditioning all around the country, moms and girls. So they sent us these weird like little camera, video camera things. This was before iPhones, I believe. And we would tape, we would go, we always went to this bar across the street, the moms while the girls were rehearsing. This was before the show and it was called Mohan. So we had a film. Us talking there. We had to film us upstairs watching. Um, They had us film the girls doing dances. So we actually had to do our audition pieces basically by ourselves. They had our girls, we had to film the girls saying, like, they said to have Maddie say, I'm the best dancer and no one can beat me. I mean, she was like seven, you know, and Kenzie goes, I'm just the little sister, you know, and they told us exactly what to do. And they were planning on just picking girls all around the country to make a team. They liked what they saw with us. So they used our studio. Um, And Abby wasn't even supposed to be a part of it. And one day when we were filming and doing some things, she came out screaming and they're like, we want her. So that's basically how it happened. And I don't have any regrets either being on the show. I mean, my kids are where they are because of it. I only watched a half of an episode ever. I don't, I've never watched it because it made it like not me. Uh, You know, they edited really poorly. Definitely had fun doing it.
5: We had a lot of fun and we made so many great friendships. Yeah, we really met a lot of people. We traveled around the world. I mean, you know, what kid at the age of 10 years old has been to like, you know, 12 different countries?
1: Oh my Every God, state Ireland in the is.
5: United States. I mean, all over the place. And we had so because, much fun. I mean, yeah. traveling, oh. Because it was international, Wells. It wasn't just, you know, we, they aired Dance Moms in, according to Abby, 130 different countries. I only say that because Abby, used, that was like one of her taglines. Yeah, probably <laughs> only 28 countries. So good I, I don't know, but it was, they show it all over. And, you know, we have Twitter fans and Instagram fans from all over the world. It's really kind of cool. We were in Ireland. I just have to tell you this, Wells. It's really cool. We were on this bus in
0: Ireland, and it was like one of those smaller buses, but like a fancier one. We had so much stuff that the girls had to sit on suitcases inside the car. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. They would eat junk food because Abby loved junk food, so she would take them to get all ice cream and junk, and they would be like all sugared up, right? Yeah.
3: We need to circle back to Abby almost not being on the show. Because that just blew my mind. I, I just always assumed that she put it together. But I do want to know about the audition process for both of you guys. Yes, of course, they're auditioning the moms because the show is called Dance Moms. But you also have to audition your kids. Did they understand what the hell they were doing? Or were they like, We whatever? didn't know what we
5: were doing. Yeah. No, no one knew what they were doing. And the producers knew it and they loved it. Yeah. And they took advantage of all of our <laughs> insecurities. And And let me say this. Early, early on, from day one of Kendall and I being on, and Melissa, you you remember this, the kids weren't really allowed to have a personality. They weren't really, you know, it wasn't really about the kids. They didn't, because behind the scenes, they were hysterical. They're young kids rolling around. Kendall and Maddie would roll around and wrestle like little puppies. <laughs> um, But then once those cameras came on and Abby would start, you know, making her eyes and rolling her eyes and, you know, giving all kinds of hand gestures to them, they were like little soldiers. They stood upright. They never made a peep until they became teenagers. You know, they, they, I always say my poor kid had to go through puberty on national television. Oh, they all did. They started talking back. Then they started getting a mouth. And they understood a little more, you know, when they were 12, 13, 14 uh, about the process. So if the producers or Abby would tell them to do something that not that they didn't want to do, but they knew it wasn't in their nature to act that way or say that. They'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) It was great.
3: Good for them. I know from personal experience, it's very hard to to tell someone no, that's in a position of power in terms of a producer on a television show. You're Um, exactly
5: right, because they were afraid of the backlash and the humiliation, because then people watch Abby screaming at them for something that happened in the back room. And, you know, the producers can manipulate it and make it look like they're screaming at her because her split wasn't good enough or her, you know what I mean?
3: I cannot believe that that she wasn't going to be on the show. And so now my thought is she definitely went out there screaming and going crazy. Because she knew producers were there, and she—that's how she knew she could get on the show. This is I now don't my think new theory. So. I
5: think it just happened naturally. Really? Well, keep in mind when that happened, and that was that was season one. Abby was. Uh, did you ever watch? very, very early on. wells because she was very large, very, I mean, she was three times the size that she is now. So I don't think she really wanted to be on camera. I believe you, Melissa, I wasn't there when that happened, but I could see that progression. And then once Abby realized, oh, they like me, I could make, you know, And then, of course, she got greedy. I mean, that's when it all went downhill. Once she realized the producers liked her and she had power, Mm -hmm. then we were all in trouble.
3: The evolution of the reality TV villain is always very interesting to me. Do you guys have any regrets with all this?
0: Um, I have one that I didn't speak up, but I
5: promised my girls it wouldn't. So that's my regret. Wait, let me just... Say Melissa, I think you did speak up. I thought you did really well for your kids. Look how successful. And well but anyway, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I wouldn't I don't see it that way. I thought you were perfect. Great. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, you did what you had to do. So many times people would tweet, why would you say that? Why did you do that? Well, they don't know. You can't tell someone what they should or shouldn't do until they're in your shoes in that situation defending or protecting their reputation or their child. But to answer your question, I don't have any regrets. I'm sad that it ended the way it did because Abby didn't want our kids anymore. She wanted new little eight-year-olds and six-year-olds. And you know the that problem was, that hmm. yeah, it didn't work out because the problem was people were invested and loved our kids mm-hmm. for whatever reason. She was mad that they loved our kids, but they did.
3: If your kids were here, how would they answer that that same question in terms of being on the show? I mean, I would assume that they do and they don't. Like, going through puberty on national television, that sucks. But also being getting to be famous when you're yeah. 14 years yeah, old my kids is also don't cool.
0: regret. They don't regret it. I mean, they appreciate it. They don't talk about it, but they appreciate yeah. what, what the show brought to them.
5: Yeah. And their friendships. And their friendships. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I don't think Kendall has any regrets, but sometimes during as the sh- as we were filming, you know, off camera or that night, she'd be like, Mom, why did you say that? Why did you do that? Like they were so young that sometimes they, this makes me want to cry that they didn't understand our position as a mom protecting their child. Right. And someday they will when they're moms probably, but I don't, I know Kendall doesn't have any regrets. She's a happy go lucky, healthy, smart, fun kid. And she has all this experience behind her. That's yeah, no regrets, but sometimes she'd make me feel badly when she'd say, why did you say that? Why did you do that?
0: I just want to cry. Yeah. Let me cry.
3: My last question to you guys is, was there a dance dads crew? Like, th- did a bunch of the dads get together and were like, our wives are crazy. We got to drink.
0: Well, our, um, Erno, which is Jill's husband and my husband, Greg, um, they used to get together quite a bit. Yeah. Because they, they but were they, back here in Pittsburgh all by themselves
5: without yeah. their wives.
0: Yeah. They would go to the bar and have dinner and then golf. <laughs>
5: yes. Yeah. So, but not on the show. they never really showed we did maybe one special where the where the husbands or the kids' dads came on, but they really kept them away from the camera. Our husband uh, I, I mean off them. yeah, they were one everybody's oh. husband was wonderful, really. I mean they just they took care.
0: It was just yeah, they were just so amazing. Like Kelly's husband, she's separated now, but um, she used he used to take Mackenzie all the time when we weren't filming. Cause so she wouldn't have to be at the studio all the time. He would take her home with him and you know,
5: the dads were all fabulous. We were really, really, Yeah, happy. we, we couldn't, I I'll speak for myself. I could not have done this without the support at home from my husband. For sure. If you would were to ask him, does he have any regrets? I mean, we spent months and months every year away from them mm-hmm. and he does, he doesn't, he's, he's, so proud of all of his kids, but he's proud of me and he's proud of Kendall. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of sweet. Jill and I were partners, you
0: know, <laughs> like, you know, really for a long, long, time. <laughs> we would eat together every night. We'd go shopping while the girls still worked or danced till 10 but yeah. we all the time. And then I'd come in her room in my jammies in the morning and, you know, we'd go back and forth and in
5: our jammies. And Well, we needed each other. You need someone to bounce things off of. It was it was hard you know some of it was really difficult to we filmed close to 60 hours a week well so you, if you do reality you know that's a lot and the and the episodes a season yeah plus specials yeah
3: the one thing that i'm getting from all this which i guess is ironic and then also not is that it seems very familial it seems like it's just one big family that you guys have created even with the dads and and how you guys and Jill, just mm-hmm. you a couple minutes ago, you kind of like sticking up from Melissa being like, that's not how I saw it. That I think you were great. It seems very warm and like I said, familial. And I think that's probably what's going to be such a nice thing for a lot of people out there to listen to you guys on a weekly basis uh, on this podcast called Because Mom Said So. You guys have been an absolute joy and a delight to talk to. Um, oh, thank I, you. I wish I was coming over for Thanksgiving dinner and could hang out Me with too. you guys.
5: We love to eat, so you're always welcome. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, Wells, where are you out of? Are you in L- California?
3: Yeah, we're in LA. Yeah.
5: Okay. Before
3: mm-hmm. I let you guys go, do you have time for some rapid fire questions? Sure. Rapid fire questions with Melissa and Jill from Dance Moms and Because Mom Said So. First one: pizza topping. Pepperoni. Who was your first kiss?
5: Billy. <laughs> I can't remember.
3: <laughs> what was the first concert you ever oh, went to?
5: Sticks. Sean Cassidy.
3: <laughs> what was the first car you ever owned?
5: A Dodge Charger. A Mazda MX something, six maybe, I don't know.
3: What was the first record CD or tape you bought?
5: Madonna. Prince.
3: What's your favorite flower?
5: Gerber Daisy. A rose.
3: Do you believe in soulmates?
5: Yes. Mm, maybe.
3: How would you describe your high school self?
5: Fun and entertaining. Sassy.
3: <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush?
5: The Rock. Josh Demel
3: And do you have Does a I favorite s- child?
5: No. No, Malibu. (laughs) That's her puppy dog. And my oh my God! Ask my other girls. Every one of them, of the three, say I have a favorite, and of course, it's not always the same. But um, I I don't, of course. How can you have a favorite child?
3: My mom will readily tell you that I'm her favorite child to all of her kids. Oh,
5: what? Like (laughs) now, now where are you in the pecking order of age?
3: I'm her baby, and I was a mistake.
5: (laughs) Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, so she has to tell
0: you that because you were a mistake. Yeah. people <laughs> siblings probably say, well, you were a mistake. Well, he's my
3: favorite. Well, here's the thing, (laughs) Melissa, my dad's an OBGYN. So he's either the worst gynecologist ever or completely incompetent. I don't know which one it is.
5: That's funny. That's a great story.
3: Melissa (laughs) and Jill, thank you guys so much for being on the Wells cast. Um, You guys have been an absolute delight. Everyone out there, go listen to Because Mom Said So. And before I let you go, where can people follow you on social media and stuff like that?
5: I'm just Melissa Gassoni. Yeah, um, uh, Jill Vertez, but the podcast is we have our own uh, Instagram because mom said so Four, all right, because mom said so Four because four, because there are four of us.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Thank Thanks you guys. Wells. Bye guys.
5: Thank you. Wells. really fun. Good luck to you. You as well. And you. Sarah, I said, hi. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Talk to you
3: soon,
5: Melissa. Okay.
3: Well, they're just the sweetest freaking things in the world. I got backup moms. That's always nice. God, Melissa and Jill stole my heart. I'm going to do the outro right now, but if you want to listen to all the conversations that we had during breaks and stuff where they were just asking me questions, I'll put it, I'll put it after the show. So just keep listening through the outro because it was like the cutest thing in the world. They were just like such, so mom questions. Like, so who is your girlfriend? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I love them. All right. So if you want to listen to that, go for it. If not, see ya
4: subscribe to Wellscast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet.
5: Hi, Melissa. I missed you this morning. Hi. Are you going to wear your microphone, your headset? No, I have these. Oh,
0: um, I have my AirPods in. Oh. I'd rather wear the other ones,
5: but I Hmm. You're so pretty. Well, thank you. So do you. I, I think I might have to wear this because I don't know. Yeah. I have them here.
3: I'm not going to be recording video for this. So if that changes um, anything.
5: Yay. <laughs> oh, crap. I wouldn't have gotten dressed. No, <laughs> kidding. i did. I'm only half dressed. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, God. But
0: I got up at 6 a.m. and took a shower, did my hair, did our podcast thing, and then... I've already yeah. done trips to my new house because we're moving. Oh, hey, your hair looks pretty. It's shiny. Thank you. Really? Yeah. Oh, you look, look good. I... You're my
2: friend.
3: What about me?
0: <gasps> oh, oh okay. hey. Hi. There yes. you are.
2: We haven't <laughs> seen
5: each other in two days on Zoom. <laughs> I <know. laughs> okay. I have a question, and okay. please don't judge me. Your first name is Wells? Yeah. So crazy! I love that. But I bet you get it. I bet people get it confused all the time, right?
3: Yeah, a lot of people think my name's Adam Wells, and then right. it makes sense. I have two. I have two last names. Actually, my full name is Wells Richard Adams. So it sounds like a law firm. If you guys get a DUI oh or something, gosh. we will we will uh, get you out of jail.
5: Yeah. Good Speaking. lordy! Well, I like Wells. Is that a family name?
3: No, I just think my parents smoked a lot of pot and. Ooh. They just, I have a brother named Cord, like telephone Cord. Oh,
5: wow. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Huh. Does he go that or does he have a different name
3: that he goes by? He goes by Cord. Does he? Yeah. Cord.
5: Wells, do you ever get, well, it's nice to meet you.
3: Nice uh, to meet I'm, you ladies as well. I'm
5: Jill. I don't know if you know anything about us and my friend Melissa, who's pantless right now, but we won't. No, I'm you. Pant- i <laughs> You said you did, weren't dressed from the waist down. Well, I'm dressed, but just okay. not appropriate. i mean. Okay. Just real quick and then we can get started. Do you have a nickname or do that people call you? I like Wells. I just wondered.
3: No, it's just Wells. It's it's okay it's odd enough. I don't need to make it any weirder for people.
5: <laughs> yeah. No, I it's not odd. I like Wells, Richard, Adams, right?
3: That's it. Yeah, but you can you just got go- a lot going on. Yeah. Wait, I
5: have a fun fact.
3: Okay.
0: Today oh God. I'm really shocked about this because I thought he was my age. JFK Jr. would have been sixty today.
5: Oh, that's interesting. That's so sad,
0: he would sad have, that he's he gone. Would have babies <laughs> like our, I mean, like old kids. My goodness. Yeah.
3: Do you guys think the Kennedys are cursed?
5: Yes. Well, you know, I, I, I kind of do, but sometimes things happen because of your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like they just needed to knock it down a notch and and yeah. try to be a little normal, but.
1: You know, some people playing. say JFK
5: al- Jr. is alive. Ha! Huh. <laughs> just like I Thomas.
3: wish. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? JFK Jr., Elvis, and Tupac are all hanging out together on a beach yeah. in the Bahamas. I just yeah.
0: read. I just read *The Good Son*, and it was about JFK. It's the best read. I actually listened to it, and I'm glad I listened to it. It was so good. Oh, that is good. Wait, was it about JFK or JFK Jr.? JFK Jr. And then yeah. everything around it. And it was, so. I mean, I, I really recommend it. Yeah. Have okay, you seen Chappaquiddick?
3: Side.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was well, that was good. Well, That was good. Well, that was about Teddy. Yeah. That was about, yeah. The other. That's sad. I yeah. Watch. I think sometimes those very wealthy, very entitled, you know, they talk about privileged people get themselves in these, in this mess, you know, in trouble. And it's, I don't know. Whenever. I think when you
3: don't think you there are repercussions for bad behavior, you tend to yeah make more mistakes than normal people would when they're worried about oh. jail.
5: Je- Jessica said she's in the. You're break. exactly right. Okay. So Wells, tell us about your podcast real quick. How long have you been on?
3: I've done this one for a couple of years. The idea is it's it's an origin stories podcast. I, I talk to a lot of famous people. And how the hell did you get to this point? A lot of people like it because it's like a blueprint for success and that kind of stuff so that's that's cool that's the idea
5: well jill and i can talk for hours i think as you can see yeah well we we got a lot to say just saying
3: good
2: yeah um you guys ready yeah let's do it
3: all right let's go i'm gonna
2: turn my light off whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks
1: Com.